Greetings and welcome to the Emblem Support Podcast. I am a proud member of the Black Eagles, Ordo, and joining me is the spreader of golden deer propaganda, Cardwiz. Build an army, trust no one, except for us. This is the Emblem Support Podcast. And uh, my good friend Ordo, we spent the last month scheming ap- slightly apart from each other. We have not spoken, actually, since the Blue Sea Moon, but now it is the Horsebow Moon. What have you been up to? Have there been any events that have transpired since we last spoke? Has anything possibly come out that might divert your intention for an entire month of time? Well, no. I was sick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that, that we wish we could have gotten this upset out sooner. We kind of wanted to do one like the day after, but it's been a we've been ravished by illness and busy schedules and horrible things in life happening, but we are last here together again. We get to finally s- spill all of this love that we have for this game all out at once. It's going to be glorious. I've wanted this conversation for so long. Yeah, basically the way it happened was is I had a vacation for nine days, which we could have got an episode out, but I was just like, you know what? I just kind of want to chill. I kind of want to rest, recover, et cetera, et cetera. Then the, like, the, the first or second day I come back from my, like, well, not really a vacation, a staycation, I get sick. It's, I'm super congested, hard to breathe, my stomach's all tore up, stomach finally went away, I've stayed, I've slowly been decongesting for the past couple of weeks, and it's mostly just kind of in my chest now, so bear with me as I record, I may sound a little off, but we are here, and we are going to give our impressions of uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses, since we've had basically a month to play it. That we have. But let's try not to get too out of practice with the po- with the podcast. Let's start our the podcast like we always do. Ordo, what games have you been playing recently? I cannot guess. Uh, Fire Emblem, Tres Houses. Yeah, yeah, that, that's me too. Tres Casas. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot what it was in Spanish. <laughs> Ray, for taking way too much Spanish classes, it's finally paid off. But no, other than that, like uh, the Dragon Quest Eleven demo came out, so I've been playing like quite a bit of it. Uh, I played 8 back on the PS2. I totally fell in love with that game, but unfortunately it was one of those deals where, oh, you've played this game a lot. Let's take a break from it. Oh, I came back to the game. Now I've forgotten everything about it. That's the problem with JRPGs, and honestly I have that same problem with Dragon Quest in particular. I had the exact same thing happen to me with 8 on the PS2. It's currently happening to me with Dragon Quest 7 on 3DS. I have I had no idea how I managed to beat Dragon Quest 11 on PS4, and I didn't even really beat that game. I kind of got through like the two-thirds mark and decided, you know what, that feels like a good ending. I'm done. I quit. Are you going to go back to uh, 11S? I honestly don't think so. I like the game a lot, but I don't think I liked it enough that I wanted to put another... I don't remember, I don't remember if I put 100 hours in that game, but I put a lot of hours into it. And I'm at a point where it's just like, there are so many new games or so many and so many games on my backlog that I need to play. I don't need to go back to Dragon Quest Eleven again as much as I enjoy that game. To date the podcast, Final Fantasy VIII Remastered came out today. Yes, I've got it loaded on my Xbox right now. I haven't started it yet, but I probably need to play more Fire Emblem before I start that up. <laughs> oh, we'll play more Fire Emblem, trust me. Trust oh, yes, me. we will. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, kind of sort of related to that, I've um, been playing uh, Smash Brothers again. Uh, played a little bit with the hero. Uh, he's alright. I've seen some crazy things people have been doing online, and 
people being mad. <laughs> uh, you know, you know how that goes. Yes, the Smash community is certainly something. All I'll say is that I'll uh, extend my hand to Dragon Quest players as being a hated part of Smash. So if you're out there, you know. There's my hand. I haven't been playing any, really any games besides Fire Emblem, but I've been just wetting my appetite looking at news about uh, Persona 5, Roy, the Royal, getting ready for that, because it's about to come out in Japan, so all of the promotional footage is coming out, and honestly, I'm going a little cold turkey on it. I d- not cold turkey, but just like, I'm doing media blackout on the Royal. I don't want to know anything else going into it, but like, always on Twitter and Reddit, just like, images pop up, just like... Oh, what what is what's that ramen shop doing there? Oh, who who's that girl with the ribbon? Or just like I, that's a game that I am incredibly excited for. That's the only thing that might be able to get me to stop playing Three Houses for a little while when that or, game comes out next year. Or why does Blank get a redemption arc? But that's neither here nor there. We are I'm not. A, I want that. We're going to be talking about our impressions of Fire Emblem Three Houses today, and that of course will come with a, a warning of light spoilers, just to kind of give you. The perspective from where I'm coming from, I have played through the Church, Blue Lions, and the Golden Deer Path. Card, what was about you? I have played through the Golden Deer, the Church route, and I'm about halfway through the Black Eagles route post-time skip. Haven't touched Blue Lions yet. Good, good. Okay, so so now that we have that, that's sort of the baseline for spoilers. Now, we're not going to go, like, heavy. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, man, the final boss, you're not going to believe what happens. I'm not, you know, nothing like that, but just sort of like a general chit-chat. So, uh, so I mean, like, speaking of that, like, so how do you think, like, the, the, the how do you think the story's held? Do you think it's, like, a coherent story for our characters, or what? I don't know if coherent is the word I would use to describe it. I feel like there, we've got four separate stories on our hands, and it feels like we need to experience all of them to put all of the puzzle pieces together. But even then, I'm not totally sure how things are going to fit in, because after playing two and a half routes, it's just like, I have no idea what the deal is with the Death Knight, and hopefully maybe Blue Lions will sort that out, or maybe the end of Black Eagles will sort that out. The group those who slither in the dark which is not the greatest name for a villain group ever that group feels like they are still missing pieces even though golden deer do flesh them out a little bit more i still feel like they're a little bit more there but there are so many plot lines going on with rebellions insurrections underground organizations and there's so much going on they built up this such an amazing world that it's even amazing how cluttered this could feel but it still all comes together very well it's not perfect but i think they've done an excellent job with creating an amazingly complex world i i agree with that there's definitely something with um those that slither in the dark i'm just like really that's what we're calling them that, that's, that's you okay you could have recycled black fang i wouldn't have been mad yeah, yeah. Have you looked at anything in the uh, the Foldland Library? I read it. That was one of the first things I did, actually, but that was like a month ago, and I didn't take notes. So maybe that'll have all the answers I need. Maybe I, maybe now that I've played the game a couple of times, if I go back and read those, a lot of thing, more things will click and make sense. <laughs> I've actually yet to check it out. I, I you just like I, I get so engrossed in like this running around the monastery and you know, playing around with the different characters and raising supports and skills. And sometimes like 
I, I always think, you know what, I'm going to go to the Fodlin Library. I'm going to do it to figure out, you know, a little bit more about this world. And I just I just never do it. I'm going to eventually, though, because I'm, I'm, I'm a total lore junkie for stuff like this. I remember when I read it, it had it definitely had a distinct feel of, oh, this is the history the church wants us to know about. And with Tomas in the library and what's going on with him, just like how much did he personally make sh- edit what's going on in that library? There are a lot of questions to be asked about that. And I don't know if the answer is in the game, but maybe it is. I it is definitely just an interesting way to lore build. There's also there's also Sedith too, because it kind of kind of bouncing off your Tomas idea, which I never really thought of. Tomas like would probably be the person who brings things into the library, because you there is something that in the Golden Deer Path you encounter in Sedith. Sedith, Sedith it's hard. His name's kind of hard to say. Uh, he says, "Where did you find that?" So there's definitely some. I I, I don't know if they're. I don't know. It's. It- there are some shady dealings going on in that library. Remember, kids, books books lead to things. But but I do like how there are mysteries, and even if all the mysteries don't pay off, there's at least, you know, more than we've had with the last couple of games. Like, there's lore in a world, and speaking of that, there's a world map. Yes. It, not only is it a world map, but throughout the story, they actually talk about the other countries on this map. Yeah, there's a lot of... I mean, there are some character supports that... I can't remember whose is. It may be... It may be Ferdinand, and he starts going into like all the royal houses and stuff. And I'm just like, oh my god, I get it. This lore is important, but this is kind of stuff that's boring. That that was actually a conversation on the bridge you can have with them at the monastery. I remember that conversation. But I think even I think he you can even be like, I'm not really interested. And he's like, well, here it is anyway. I'm just like, you you really don't have to, Ferdinand. Please yeah, that's. Stop. That's a matter of choices in the game, and this game was promoting choices, but that that might be a conversation for another day or maybe later in this podcast. Let's see how it goes. Uh, but like r- currently in the Black Eagles route, there are constantly strategy meetings with uh, Hubert and Nailguard, and there are so many conversations just like, this lord's name, and do it with this lord's area, this lord, this precise lord is doing this exact thing. And it's just like, I haven't memorized all these names yet. I don't know who these people are. It, it's... It's at a point where it's like, okay, I feel like I need a, I need a pause button and a study guide so I can fully follow the story. But they even mention it themselves in the game. It's like, I think Hubert says, like, yes, I know this is a lot of names and you're not expected to know them all. But it's like, you're giving me a lot of lore. Thank you for the lore. Thank you for the world building. I need, I need like a codex, please, if I could have that. That's what this game could use. This game could use a codex, just like, a, like in the pause menu. It's just like, okay. Uh, give me the lore of who this count is and who this lord is and what's the history of this territory. That that's I never till now, but like that's the one thing I wish this game really. That's one of the things I wish this game really had. Yeah, uh, I actually. I mean, I'm trying to think back because I started well with with the church path. You start Black Eagles and then things switch midway through, much to my own disappointment and actual dislike. Well, how does it feel knowing that I'm more of a Black Eagle than you are right now? Yeah, as I said before, uh, ladies and gents, I have yet to be able to play through the true Black Eagle path. I was swerved, and I'm I'm still not happy about that. But like, I noticed that like with um with, with the Black Eagles and the Adrestian Empire, you actually do get more of the Lord this and count this and house this and house that, even more than you than you do from like the Golden Deer, who the Les, who the Leicester Alliance, uh, Leicester Alliance, yeah, sorry, I don't, yeah, Leicester Alliance, 
and they they have like more more things involved in theirs because the ones that you mostly hear from them are just uh you know house reagan which is claude's family and house gloucester which is virian's family oh, god i'm doing it <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, Lorenz. I don't know why I said Virian. Oh, oh well, you said Virian. Yeah, well, okay. But he, yeah, yeah. He, he has a lot of Virian elements to him. His S support picture is a copy of Virian's, too. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even that, even then, like, you hear really more about Gloucester and Regan than you do more than anyone else. With the Golden Deer, like, we, we hear about, like, three prominent figures. Well, four prominent figures, I guess. We hear about Lorenz's father. We hear about Claude's uh, lady friend, whoever she is. I don't remember if she's related Judith. to him. Judith, yeah. And we hear about Hilda's brother, who I have yet to see. He's like a, like a legendary figure. It's like he's the strongest person in the universe, but we never see or hear from him, really. Yeah, that's that's actually one thing that I was going to get on to. There's a lot of characters where we, uh, we hear about it in the Black Eagle slash, slash Church Path with Caspar. Like, oh man, my father, my father, my father. Oh, I hope we don't run into my father. And like, he mentions it constantly, but like, we never actually run into his father at all. It, there's Yeah, you're right. There's just so many characters that feel like, we could be running into, I feel like we could be doing something about, but we never do. Like, uh, I haven't finished the route yet, Black Eagle route yet, but we keep hearing about Bernadette's father. He's like, I'd like to meet the man. And, and stab him. Yeah, maybe. Maybe have a nice, polite conversation while as I hit him with an axe. They, they've done, done such a good job of building up some of the lore and some of these characters' backgrounds that I'm disappointed I'm not needing more of it. It's, all, it's not all good and perfect with this game. It does have, like, downfalls and things like that. But even, even then, like, I'm so engrossed with, like, all these characters. I don't think I've loved a cast this much since either Fire Emblem 7 or or Sacred Stones. Yeah, I absolutely love this cast. Like there are a couple of people who I who are sort of weak spots for me, but like they're mostly in the Blue Lions house and I haven't played Blue Lions yet. So like I'm not terribly in love with like Ash or uh Mercedes, but again or to do, but again, I haven't spent time with them. So maybe I will like them once I play with them more. I can't believe you would say that. Ladies and gentlemen, just to let you just to let you all know, we are recording on Wednesday, otherwise known as Deduesday. And you <laughs> and you dropped this bombshell on the podcast? Hey, I, I will say that I went in my Golden Deer route. There's a, a slight late game mission spoiler. I went out of my way to save him. I saved him. I didn't really save him in the church path, but I saved him in Golden Deer path. You need to give Dedu his Dedu on Deduesday, my dude. Hey, oh, <laughs> I thought I would trip all over that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. I'm proud of you. you got the <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, like characters that probably really didn't like click with me. I can't stand Cyril. He is Cyril. Yeah, I've I've had a couple of solid conversations with him. Like I I really really enjoyed his support with Lysynthia. I'm trying to think of other times I've really liked Cyril, but most of the time it's just like Ray is the best. I'm I work hard. Leave me alone. Yeah, he's just Raya, 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 Raya. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe again I I use him a little bit in my Golden Deer route. I didn't really use him on my Church route, and I'm not using him on my Black Eagle route. So I haven't really gotten to know him as well maybe i will like him more if i use him more but that just hasn't been the case yeah i actually did try to use him I'm like i was like i want to see you know what he's a little bit of about and he has aptitude which is the same skill that uh donald and mozu have which kind of like increases his um growth rates i don't know about i don't know by what 
percent. It may be like an additional twenty percent or something like that. Um, but he was getting crap level ups even with aptitudes. So I'm just like, you know what? You're on the bench again for my for this playthrough. Welcome back, Shamir. <laughs> Love Shamir. Oh, Shamir, Shamir, Shamir. She, I made her a bow knight during my church playthrough, and oh my goodness, everything, everything died. Everything. I couldn't stop it. She was all right for me. Uh, she was doing really well, and then I messed up and gave her a horse, and then she would not stop critting. If there was <laughs> a, if there was a number on her crit, she would crit. Man. I, my church playthrough was so much fun. That was just the playthrough of crits because I had Shamir and I had Petra and I had built Petra up just to crit everything. And it was so beautiful and glorious. And man, that was a fun playthrough. It's more fun than my current Black Eagle playthrough, which is RNG screwed to hell. I have like six usable units and it's not pretty in the late game. Oh, I, I'm hoping when I eventually do Blue Lions RNG, we'll have mercy on me because this playthrough has been hard. And I'm, even... Even the hard mode in this game, the hard mode in this game is doable. Most of my playthroughs have been on hard mode. I'm I'm satisfied with the difficulty. The, this game has good difficulty right now. The hard is like to me just hard enough. Well, I had started I had started on hard, and then I was getting horrendously RNG screwed. I was just like, I can't even complete this map. So I ended up having to bump it down to normal. I was two maps from the end. I was like, great. That makes me feel even worse because I was because <laughs> I was almost there. Yeah, they're going to patch in the lunatic and in. Inferno mode, was it? Uh, Infernal. With an Infernal, L. yeah. I don't know if I'll even attempt to touch I'll probably attempt to touch them and then probably bump it down to hard when it gets too difficult to, too difficult and I start pulling my hair out. Uh, are, are you saying you don't want to deal with a moving death knight? Yeah, no. Don't, don't give me that. I, I don't need that in my life. How do you feel about the soundtrack? I've liked almost every soundtrack be, be, be it piece so far that I've heard. The, nothing stands out as something I've disliked. My favorite moment in the game with some of my favorite music was actually, as I mentioned, uh, the father dies. A stunning moment, but a legitimately really touching moment is the month after when you're at the calendar, just the music changes. And you, you the, your avatar, Byleth, changes, looks suddenly depressed. The music is just all of a sudden really low-key and really depressing sounding. And it was, I think it legit was my favorite moment of the game when that happened they like they treated the death like they treated the death very seriously they treated it it's the best they've treated a death since grail and what actually kind of gives credence to that is that you know even though byleth is and we'll, we'll get we'll get more into it when we announce when we talk a little bit more about you know the playthrough that we're going to do i don't we don't we're not going to go fully into it right here you can talk to other characters and other care it also affects other characters too and i think that really helps because there's a lot of times in previous fire emblems where you know oh an event will happen but like maybe only like two characters plus your avatar or you know that main small cast that you have or i'm uh, not not like a small cast but your um small group of main characters will mention it and to everyone else it doesn't matter or it's not brought up or anything but you know, everyone's talking to you about it, and they're mentioning Geralt. You know, everyone from like the highest members of the church to like the lowest rankings of the church to like the other students and the classes, and it it really gives credence to Geralt as a character and Byleth as a character as well. Okay, another little little thing with the world building and the story. Like, have you in all of your playtime have you gotten like a satisfying feel of like Geralt's story? No. Okay, I have not either, and that's. Another thing, I was like, is this going to be answered the more I play the game? Is there some hidden dialogue that I haven't solved these huge mysteries around this character? There's a 
There's a C support. Well, there's that C support with Hanneman. Or have you ever gotten that? I've probably gotten it. I've, the most I've got learned about Geralt is through supports with Aloise. Okay, see, I've never, I've never actually recruited Aloise, so I don't really know. Yeah, uh, the sorts supports between Byleth and Aloise, and Aloise and Leone enlighten a little bit about Geralt. But there's, uh, there is so much more out there that. I have not found the answer to that I would like to find the answer to because, like, I'm interested in Geralt's story. Just like, I feel like I'm there, there's something, a big looming thing over this entire game. It's just like, what questions or answers are, is, are all the DLC going to have? Some of this may be answered in the future, but right now, I, I want to know more about Geralt, but the game is not giving me any. I've tried to look, look a bit. Here's the, here's the kind of weird thing, okay? During certain, during uh, certain scenes, when you pick certain dialogue choices, it'll show, like, the character's picture and an upward arrow and a, and a heart indicating, oh, that you've added support points with them. Geralt has those, but he has no supports with you because, obviously, the thing happens. And it made me kind of wonder, like, is there some sort of secret Geralt support or some sort of Geralt scene that maybe if you get so many, um, quote, well... Geralt points in air quotes that like you'll unlock like maybe some hidden dialogue or something with him because it feels like as soon as he's about to sort of re- reveal everything to you he's gone and you know his secrets basically die with him and they show us that diary they read like two entries from that diary but it's right there we'd like to know more that's another instance of like give us a codex please yeah. Let us just, let us read more. Let us learn more about your world game. Because there was always something with him and Rhea that always felt a bit off. Like, each one of them was hiding something. And there's also conflicting stories. And again, this is sort of brought up in your, in the support, in the season support with Hanuman. Because you hear about, you know, we'll probably, I'll actually, we'll, we'll save it for the playthrough. We'll save it for the playthrough because it's, it's a little bit too much. But we did, we did touch on supports a little bit. But so, like, how do you think that... Uh, supports are actually handled in this game like are they well or are they are they, they... Ha- they handle the supports very well i love that we have uh supports that are specifically time for pre-time skip and post-time skip and for story events in the story i do like it when supports conversations do the, do that but one of the, the biggest problem i will say i have one big problem with the supports in this game is a lot of the a supports feel like they should be S supports. And because Byleth is the only character who gets S supports, when you've got so many other characters who are A supporting each other, it just feels like you'll have one conversation where, uh, in like for my uh, current Black Eagle playthrough that I'm doing right now, for example, uh, Hubert in the A support sort of confessed his love to Edelgard. I know, surprise, Hubert likes Edelgard. But then I'll also, in that same instance, I will have A support between Dorothea and Hubert, and Dorothea proclaims herself that she is going to devote herself to Hubert like Hubert does to Aelgard, and Hubert's 100% cool with that, and it's just like, this feels so off. It feels like this should have been an S support, that, sh- and if you have that S support, it should lock you off from having other S supports. That is my number one complaint with the supports in this game. Yeah, or, or you could even just... Uh, even lock the, lock the A supports off, or have A and then A plus because it's not just C B and A this time. Sometimes you have C C plus or B and B plus or A and A plus supports. An interesting choice that like how one thing I'd like to ask someone is like how do you determine what's a C plus, what's a B plus, and what's an A plus? How do you determine weird placements? But ah, it's so odd that we have so many supports that have four supports in them but they don't do the s support and these a's read like s supports they read like good s supports as a matter of fact they're not like the s supports in awakening or just like here is this ring will you accept this ring and give it to your child one day these quote s supports a supports in this game feel so heartfelt and so 
well written that fits the characters full for the most part like most of the sports in this game in general or spoiler alert had i find to be pretty good that's the biggest complaint again a sports feel like s sports and i think they should lock off at some point they should do what fire emblem 7 did where it's like you could only a support one person because i it just doesn't fit it feels icky to be have one sport where they're professing their love in another sport that per- same person is saying i want to introduce you to my parents uh, of course well, of course, some A supports are still kind of vague with their confession, and you really don't get to see it. Well, that's another problem, too, because there's paired endings that are unique paired endings. It's not just, oh, here's person A's ending combined with person's B ending, and it's just kind of a combined ending. No, these are actually, like, well thought out. Uh, again, well-written supports where, or I'm sorry, endings where it's just like, oh, it tells about their future life and stuff together and all that. And like, you know, if you have two A supports, it's just like, oh, well, maybe I wanted Linhart to end up with Bernadetta instead of, um, uh, who's another female in the Black Eagles, uh, Dorothea or Petra. Well, I, like, how does the game choose between those two? You know what I mean? Because with Byleth as support, like, it'll pull up a list and say, okay, here's the people you can S support. And I feel like it should do the same thing with A support. Like, it should be like, okay, who do you want this person to ultimately be with? And that's the way I think they should do it instead. So so maybe you could have, like, the A supports, like you like like you have it, locked off. But maybe have, I don't know. You know, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I, again, love this game. There are just a couple of problems with it and you you just touched on another problem with the sports again i want to say i'm any complaints i have about this game are next to nothing they're like dust in the wind or something i can't think of a good analogy right now but this is like a 99 out of 100 game for me i love it but i am going to nitpick so much for that one that one little number any complaints you hear are so minor in comparison to this amazing game yeah i mean i I said it to you off mic i'm like i think this may be my favorite fire emblem game it may unseat sacred stones for me yes this is just what i think is already just one of my 10 favorite games of all time maybe top five maybe number one for all i know but a problem with supports is that there are so many supports that are action based, but the way the char- they have the character models on screen and some of the character portraits, that like it just see it just feels really weird. I know I know it's the first time they've done supports with like full motion 3D characters on the screen, but and I know some of the things that the characters are describing doing just like oh I'm going to do this complex lance movement. It, it's weird to animate, but like I wish they would do something with it rather than just like sort of awkwardly stand there maybe put their hand to their mouth and and do that like the five motions that the characters have you know what it is and i don't think anyone else has picked up on it but when the when the two characters are standing there they're not actually in like so if it takes place in say like the um the training hall they're not actually standing in a 3d model of the training hall they're standing in a 2d model of the training hall yes that's a weird thing like the perspective on the in the backgrounds are weird it's like it's like they're in like a glass orb with of that scene of that set piece they they, they pretty much are because i didn't notice this like because i also thought it was kind of weird but there is a paralogue with Sothis, and the way Sothis is standing, like, the, there's a dialogue box that clips, like, just above her foot, and you can kind of see, like, her character model turning, or maybe it, or maybe it's, like, the background's turning, but her character model's kind of standing, and once I saw that, like, after that, I pretty much just kind of, like, started paying attention to the backgrounds, I'm like, they're standing in a 2D space, they're not standing in a full 3D space, 
So maybe it was uh, so they didn't maybe expose themselves. You know what I mean? Yeah, again, like they did these supports so well, but whenever they're, you have a support where they're describing action, it's not like with the Game Boy Advance or DS, or just like you have a character shake or move a little bit to the right, and that simulates a complex thing that just happened. With this, it looks really weird when you have 3D models doing that exact same thing. Uh, again, it could be, it could just be one of those with, you know, there's so many characters, there's so many time, and so I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm kind of forgiving. I, yeah, I don't. I 100% forgiving. It's, it's, it is the nit, smallest nitpick of nitpicks. I don't expect them to do full insane animations just to describe this weird, obscure thing that's happening in this support conversation. Because like, even most of the time when they're doing stuff like that, it feels right. Like there's a support where well, we have to chase after this bandit and they run off. There, you did it. You did exactly what you described, and that feels right. But whenever they describe something weird, it's something out of the norm, and they try to implicate that motion on the screen with the characters, it doesn't quite work. I'd rather they do, I'd rather they black out the screen and put up a picture of, oh, here's a picture of a cat. Oh, and they do do that at one point. I got a picture of a cat saved on my Switch right now, <laughs> just from a support conversation. Yeah, but I mean, like, as far as that, again, like you said, this it's like the most minute of things. Yeah, I use a neat little word card with this. It's called minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so um supports I, I really like the supports in this game. They have a lot of depth, they have a lot of character. It's not just, you know, trope, trope, trope. Even characters that I thought like Bernadetta, her C supports are absolutely horrendous. I'm like, oh my god. I think I first tweeted out I'm like I'm like, she's a horrendous character. I can't stand her. Then, Straight up we we could do an entire episode on Bernadetta's C supports and how bad they are. Yeah, but then I think everything kind of changes when you get when you get Byleth's. Is it Byleth's be support with her? I, I, yeah, Byleth I think is the one where she actually describes what goes on. She might go into a little bit with Edelgard. Okay, I don't think I've ever gotten her an Edelgard support. I could be wrong though. It's been a little bit since I've been able to hang out with my Black Eagles. But when you get her B support, you go, "Oh, I get it. I actually get it." Actually, I will say her C support with Hubert is funny though. Yeah, they're, they're not all bad. Like. I think I remember I enjoyed her C support with uh, Al- I think it's with Aloise that I liked with uh, well the one with Hubert basically he's, he's basically just wanting to tell her hey you know don't you know run around with needles but because he's so intimidating and scary and you know he has that brooding complex he, he she thinks that he's she thinks that he's trying to kill her or something she like faints standing up <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, that so it's it's kind of fun it's all for fun and, fun and laps but you. Know, you know, Cardo. Speaking of supports, there's someone who we didn't who we didn't mention. Who did we not mention? Ferdinand von Eyre. Did you know he was a noble? No. Well, let me tell I you wish something. You told me. Let me tell you something about Ferdinand von, von Eyre. He is, in fact, get this, a noble. <laughs> Next thing you're going to tell me, Linhart wants to take a nap, or yeah. that Raphael's hungry. Oh man, the only support of Raphael that I came across I liked was him and Flane. His and Flane is so <laughs> much fun. Ah, oh, dang it, I should have picked that for the support. Oh well. I probably could, with my voice latest, I probably couldn't have, couldn't have done it. Spoiler alert, in a future episode, we're doing the Raphael fight. <laughs> <laughs> Just to voice act that one. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, even, even the most, like, small and basic supports are just really fun they're not all gloom and doom and death and super serious but they are fun and i've again i don't think i've liked supports this much since maybe uh, sacred stones 
I, I can't say much about Path of Radiance because I've only played it uh, once. The thing with Path of Radiance is that you can't really grind support, so that you, they really are spaced out of the, the entire game. So you, they don't stick out as much in my mind, but I remember a couple of good ones from uh, Path of Radiance. And one day we'll get to that game, and we'll <laughs> discuss a lot more. Yeah, That's so, a long way down the line. So we did we did sort of just dive into the characters just now. So the the entire cast as a whole, good guys, bad guys... Blue blue lions, golden deer, black eagles, those that slither in the dark. Who do you think that this cast is a great cast of characters together? I absolutely think they are. All of the students are pretty great. Like even like even some of the students can fall into tr- like the tropey characters. Like we were sort of afraid they would be. Like Raphael can be super eye meeting all the time, and like Bernadetta can be. Oh, I'm scared. Even then, you have to invest in them to get to know them. But even like those guys are probably the worst at being tropey. Even. They are taller at worst. Uh, I really greatly enjoy all these characters. I enjoy all the teachers. There are still a couple of people who I just like, hey, I'd like to get to know what your deal is. Hello, Jaritza and Gilbert. But I'm assuming those are for Blue Lions Rap, which, again, haven't finished, haven't played. I think they're all good characters. I enjoy playing as them. I enjoy the teaching. Oh, we haven't even talked about teaching, but we can talk about teaching another time. That is like a whole other podcast. Yeah, we got we got big things coming with Three Houses, trust me. Oh, so many episodes. We're going to have so much fun talking about this game. I mean, as a Black Eagle, you can. Trust me. No, you you really can't. Come on, Golden Deer Squad. Let's get together. We'll we'll form a scheme. We'll stop these Black Eagles from trying to ruin everyone's lives. Oh, man. It's, it's, I think, uh, you know, this part isn't in our notes or whatever, but I think I think the, my favorite part about this game is is the positivity from everybody. There's so much. My favorite thing, like one of my favorite things has been the voice actors in this game have been so interactive and just so positive and playfully interacting with each other. My favorite thread on Twitter. I don't know if you've seen this one. Have you seen the Seth meme? Yes. West Seth makes. Uh, The the thread starts out with one of those pictures of like Seth talking about Flayne and I are trapped in the McDonald's play place. We haven't got to eat our food yet. Then the voice actor for Seth recorded recorded himself reading that line and posted that on Twitter. And then in a reply to that, someone animated it with his voice. So there's an animation of Sedith and Flame being trapped in a play place while Byleth is just looking on, confused. And uh, these you, moments are so fantastic. Have you seen the one about the Minecraft server? I don't think I've seen that one, no. Oh, it is so good. Unfortunately, I don't think they're allowed to do that. I think Joe, um, I, I can't pronounce his last name, but he's the voice actor for Claude. Um, he basically said, you know, we're really not allowed to use our voices outside the game. Cause I yeah. think he, cause I think he posted something where he was imitating, um, Dimitri's video, Dimitri's kill every last one of them. He's like, cause he was like, you know, by the way, this is not actually, um, I think the guy's name is Chris Hackney. He's like, by the way, this is not Chris Hackney. This is me impersonating him doing a Dimitri. We're not allowed to use the, our voices outside the game. So I think that's probably why you don't see more of so this voice, voice actor doing that kind of stuff. But even so, like it's, it's so great that they've been so supportive of the fans and the fandom as well. I'm just glad that 
this game has been a success not all the numbers have come out but oh my lord the numbers that have come out so far have been so positive for this game it's the best fire emblem launch in like north america and it made it in the uk charts from what i was reading on i believe it was i want to say it was nintendo life it basically for the first two weeks fended off fifa fifa's a monster over there Uh, i'm just happy we're getting with the success of this one of course that pretty much guarantees we're getting more fire emblem games yippee but i at this point i'm on pins and needles waiting for more hear more about that vague dlc they were talking about earlier that i, I bought that season pass i i've got my byleth walking around in a fancy hat and cape make my money worth it yeah i'm fixing the i haven't bought the season pass yet i'm gonna wait i'm gonna wait a little bit on it well just know that your byleth is not as dressed as fancily as mine is right now. So, ha, Gold Deer, keep it classy. I think it's time to jump into a uh, support conversation. Uh, for this one, we actually did pick out one for Fire Emblem Three Houses. After all, it's a Three Houses-focused episode. So, and I, uh, I let Card was actually pick out, you know, who we were going to go with. So, Card was picked out... Petra and Caspar. So, if you haven't gotten Petra, Petra and Caspar support... Obviously, it's like we've been saying pretty much the entire podcast. There's a spoiler on that. For this support conversation, I mean, typically we we try to we try to do voices just a little bit. Uh, I am not fully recovered, so I'll just be reading Caspar's part out uh, in my normal voice. So if you're here for the emblem support conversation masterpiece theater, uh, probably won't be here today. But alas, it is time. It is time for that emblem support conversation, and I picked the first support conversation I read that kind of like really tugged at my heartstrings a little bit my on my first playthrough with golden deers i managed to recruit both petra and caspar and ended up getting their a support together and just the entire way like the c the b and the a i enjoyed the support of these two characters and eh, well let's dive right in with the c sport uh, I think the story speaks for itself we don't need to really go into details the only thing you need to know is caspar is son of a general from the from the empire and petra is a foreigner who is politically staying in the empire sea support with petra oh and another another little note we are going to continue doing our oh so professional voice acting for these scenes even though these are very well voice acted the voice acting in this game is so good that's another thing we didn't touch on uh this is the support between caspar and petra caspar was voiced by benjamin diskin and Petra was voiced by Faye Mata. Benjamin Diskin, really? Yeah. Well, if you, ladies and gentlemen, if you're familiar with them, you'll know that he has voiced Saizo and another personal favorite of mine, Jacob in Fates. And off the top of my head, he is also Lorenz, another favorite in my game. So Benjamin Diskin, you're my, yeah. you're my good friend. Okay, so, all right. Uh, C support starts off with me. So I'm going to attempt to do a Caspar voice, but like I said, it may do just it. be my normal voice. So here we go. All right, time for some more. Oh, Petra. Hi. Caspar, do you want to train with each other? Uh, yeah, sure. You have had new training recently. Great improvements. I want great improvement, too. Will you give me help? Well, hey, look at that. You pay more attention than I gave you credit for. I've been trying these new training methods. They're definitely paying off. My movements are sharper lately. More precise. I am knowing that. I want that, too. You teach, I learn. We both get more strength. It will be greatness. All right. I mean, I guess we could give it a shot. Um, Petra? Yes, Caspar? Uh, no, never mind. Sorry, I was just thinking about something else. Nothing at all. Let's train. I heard a question in your voice. Say it. No, 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 it's it's really nothing. Don't don't worry about it. Okay, I, I will not be worrying. Can we begin the training? 
Ah, fine. We can talk about it if you insist. You can stop pretending like you don't know. What am I knowing? About my father. Your father? He's in the of the military, in the Empire. I hear he has great skill. No, not that. Well, it's kind of about that. I'm talking about when Dagda and Bridget invaded the Empire. My father led the Imperial's army that fended off the invaders. Your, your father was in that battle. Did you really not know? My father killed yours. You... How long have you had this knowing? I just found out recently. I had no idea before it was in, but it's all I've been able to think about since. So, now you have the truth. Petra? Damn it. What am I supposed to do now? That's a way to drop a bomb on a sea support. That's how you open up a sea support. Yeah, and it definitely <laughs> gives you it definitely gives you that intrigue of, oh, okay, something's happening here. It, it gets those hooks in you that you want to get that next support. It should be mentioned here. I'm remembering this from my memory because this is one that this was actually one of the first ones I think I had as well. Like Petra basically after she says her line, she basically just, you know, walks off and leaves Caspar by himself. Such a good C support. Let's see if it still stays good in the B support. Caspar, that equipment is new. It is suiting. It it, it suits you. Oh, uh right. Thanks. You get more strength each day. I do not want to be fail- failing behind, falling behind. I'm more impressed with how much stronger you've gotten, too. More than I... No. Caspar, you are impressing to me. I want to be training with you. Just hold on, Petra. What is wrong? It's your attitude. How can you act so casual around me? My father killed your father. You shouldn't be able to stand the sight of me. You actually hate me, right? That's fine. I can take it. I completely understand. Just be honest. Give it to me straight. Dot, dot, dot. If our roles were reversed, I don't think I'd be able to forgive you. I don't st- understand how you can... You are not the one who did the killing, Caspar. Our parents had conflict, but we are not them. I have no worry about it, and you should not either. I don't need to worry? Impossible. I don't think I'll ever be... You must. If not, the conflict will keep carrying on. If children cannot forgive, it will not ever have an ending. Is that what you are wanting? Of course not. I... Please, give it some thinking. I will be leaving now. What's interesting about this one is that I actually forgot um, that very first line where she says, Caspar, that equipment is new. This is a time skip. So after that sea support, they don't have another support with each other until the time skip. And that's roughly five years. Is that right? I thought almost all the B- pretty much all the B supports were available pre-time skip. Some of them are, and some of them aren't. And some of them, it doesn't actually matter. Like, I think Lorenz and Leone's B-support, like, if you go back through the support log, you can actually, like, select whether you want them to look um, time skip or not. But she says, Caspar, that equipment is new. And Caspar, in the time skip, has basically new armor and stuff on, so I believe that's time skip locked. Yeah, that's definitely a maybe. I could I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Eh. But that's how. But that's how I saw this, it. This game has, still has mysteries to it that we have not uncovered. Yeah, mainly so, because I haven't looked up the answers. Yeah. Hey, support time. Hey, Petra. How's training going? It is going well. I am not having any troubles right now. Good. Good. At least things haven't gotten worse, right? <laughs> so, did uh, did you hear what happened the other day? The professor really. Caspar. Oh, whoa, okay. There's no need for that. You are the son of my father's killer. That must mean 
I'd be killing you and be taking revenge. What? I thought you said it wasn't a big deal. We're not our parents and all that. Your optimism is not making sense. It is not possible that you are not having hatred for me. My father was killed by the Empire, by your father. And so I will be impaling you on this blade to be satisfying a deep wish of mine. A deep wish? What are you talking about? I am talking about my wish. Of course, I am also having another wish. An even deeper wish. I wish for you and I to keep being friends. To keep fighting and surviving together. When you are speaking of your father, it is with a proud smile that injures my heart. That is only a small thing. You also are working harder than anyone I am knowing. So I can't bring myself to be killing you. I see. So you do hate me because of what happened, but you still want to be my friend? You haven't stabbed me yet, so you obviously want me to live more than you want me to die, I hope? That must be the truth, more than all of it. I am not wishing to be losing you. It would give me great sadness. Okay, that's a relief. I don't want to lose you either, and I definitely don't want to fight you. To be honest, if things were the other way around, I don't think I'd be able to forgive you. I'd hate you, and I'd hate myself for feeling that way. Caspar. But you're not like that. You see me as your ally, and your friend. You had the chance to kill me, but you used it to show me that you want me to live. You really are an incredible person, Petra. I want to be more like you. I want to prove that I'm a good friend, and I promise you won't regret letting me live. You have my gratitude for your understanding. Hearing your words gives me great happiness. I was always feeling a barrier between our hearts. I'm sure I was also the one putting it there. But from now onwards, I will be sharing all of my heart with you. My grief and anger, joy and love. All of it. I'd like that, Petra. From now on, we'll be more honest and open with each other. I love the support. I love the support. Just just flying. You, you have faults, or you have development for both of these characters as they try to overcome their past, their father's past more than anything. You have the conflict that's sort of un, the underlying conflict of uh, problems between parents and children feuding, families feuding. Ah, I love this so much. It's such a great support, and we we talked about Ace supports being like, oh, they're confessing their love, but I kind of feel like this is one of the more of the ones that's just kind of like open-ended where it could lead to an Ace support ending, or it couldn't. But I think... Yes. I think think all the A's will... All the A's between two um, characters that aren't um, Byleth will end up with the ending. That's that's another Ace support reason i like this one that a support is just so good but it doesn't like heavy-handedly say we're getting married i love you so much now just like they're saying i open my heart to you and you can take you can interpret that a lot of ways and uh, it's such a good support that that's the reason i wanted this to be the first support from the fire emblem three houses era of our podcast this one literally like got to me i love this sport so much reading it it made me feel like okay this is truly a special game uh, the support section of the po- of this game is in good hands i'm not worried about it because i i don't remember if i voiced my fears on the podcast i was afraid that the sports in this one would kind of suck I, I was afraid we'd go down the super trophy rabbit hole that we went in kind of with fates and awakening but man these supports help lift that fear i actually i don't think i got their ace of wart um in my playthrough but yeah this is very nice but uh, now this... that we've finished the emblem support pe- the support section of the podcast it's time to move on to the playthrough and we have a bit of an announcement to make with that one what so ordo what game are we playing together with along with our listeners 
If you had followed us on the Twitter account at Emblem Supports, I made a post that we would actually be doing a Blue Lions playthrough. Um, Before this, before my sickness and the busyness and all this fun stuff happened, um, I had actually played through the Church Path and Cardwiz had played through the Golden Deer Path, but neither of us had touched the Blue Lions Path. And so I was going to say, okay, let's do a Blue Lions playthrough. And we were both going to go blind on it. Um, with me being in sick and being in bed most of the time, and me having this brand new game, I was like, okay, I'll play a little bit of the Blue Lions. And then I was just like, oh, a little bit more, a little bit more. Basically, I've beaten the Blue Lions playthrough, but Cardwiz has only done the first three chapters. So we're basically going to be going through the Blue Lions playthrough. Cardwiz will be blind. I am not. At least starting out. I, I, yeah. I got to admit, I'm probably going to, while we're doing the Emblem Sport section, this is going to take a couple of months to beat the game i will probably beat blue lions again by then I, i'll do a hard mode version myself D- just don't want to mislead people thinking that this is a purely 100 percent blind yeah for me it's for me the, yeah yeah for me the only playthrough that isn't blind for me is um what i call the true black eagles playthrough because again swerved angry about it uh so yeah we're gonna be playing through the blue lions um we're gonna be going through i think we decided first three months so so that's basically the first three chapters of the game that way we can talk about the intros the setups the characters who are going to recruit who are not going to recruit you know support things like that Uh, my version though i will be doing my own new game plus which means i will have a little bit of advantage but i'm also thinking by now hey most of the people out there probably at least beaten one of the paths so that's why I'm not too sweating the Blue Lions path. But Cardwiz, you told me um, off mic that you have certain restrictions that you're going with. Yes, I'm also doing New Game Plus as well, but I'm not going to be spending any of the Professor Renown points. I'm pretty much just using the New Game Plus to continue building my reserves for other playthroughs. The only benefits I'm getting are from the statues, which I have completely maxed out to help out with increasing stats and getting more of uh, the Divine Pulses because I plan on using the Divine Pulses because I'm. We're playing the game on normal difficulty, and personally, I don't remember if I had, like, maybe one or two characters die during my Golden Deer normal playthrough, uh, undone by Divine Pulse, of course, but I want to really challenge myself. I'm going to make it so that if a character dies, no Divine Pulse is to save them. You can use the Divine Pulse if you see that they're about to die and redo your strategy, but if you screw up or if an enemy gets a lucky crit and that character dies, character is dead. It's kind of kind of difficult to do that because they give you so many freaking divine pulses in this game it's just so easy to undo death but i want to i want to re-add that consequence of death to the game that last playthrough of fire Emblem 7 that we did together i had a great time with it and it was fun and painful to let characters die it was an interesting experience i want to do that again because unless i force myself to i don't see a character ever dying in this game And that will do it for this chapter of the Emblem Support Podcast. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Emblem Supports, where you can ask us any questions or comment or just general chit-chat. And we will see you next time. So with that said, chapter complete.